Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, and we are live from Wingstop at 50th and Oh, come on down. It is, uh, we'll be here for out until 1 o'clock. You can try some of their brand new Wingstop chicken sandwiches. Choose between any of their 12 flavors, or you can just go with the wings. I always go with the wings, because that's an old classic good one from Wingstop here. Uh, today, usually I get lemon pepper today. I went with, uh, I think I went with mild. Next time I'm going to go with the original ooh, hot. Spicy it up a ooh, little bit Ooh, you're more. different. Look at I you. I know. I'm going Change it things some up. new things. So do you, want, do you want to uh, be sad for a second? Yeah, absolutely. I always want to be sad. Okay, so four of the, and this is, you know, I'm just going to go through some tweets from uh, Ben Stevens. He works for Big Ten Network. Four of the seven best rushing defenses in college football hail from the Big Ten. Illinois, 67.2 opponent yard per game. Penn State, 79.8. Minnesota, 81.4. Michigan, 81.7. There you go. Nebraska's got three of those guys coming up. They do. And uh, here's some more uh, from our formerly very own Michael Snow, who now is a Cowboy. Um, (laughs) Replies to Ben Stevens and says, Purdue has given up one run over 20 yards all season. Nebraska somehow, with the 12th leading rusher in the country, only has three rushes over 20 yards. Hmm. Purdue has the 18th best rush defense in the country, 97 opponents' yards per game. So, uh, yeah. It's going to be very interesting in terms of (laughs) running the ball on Saturday. The 12th leading rusher in the country and only three rushes over 20 yards for Nebraska. Yeah, I remember one of those against Northwestern. Yep. I'm, I'm trying to like go through them now. Exactly. That's it does the hard seem part. like he's broken up a little bit more, but I guess he hasn't. That is very strange. Yeah. Uh, well, and I, and, I, and I do think, too, as Nebraska gets into this grind against some of the better rush defenses in the country, I do think they're going to have to pass the ball a little bit more to get out of these holes. And it's, you know, that's not necessarily a strength of theirs either. I mean, Casey Thompson is taking a lot of shots back there. That's why I expect this offense, um, you know, just because of the level defense that they're playing, thank God this defense and Bill Bush has kind of corrected things because I think oh, this yeah. offense might struggle a little bit as we as we get toward the end of the season. Um, and Once they that's head not, into facing better defenses, they're going right. to they're gonna have to use the pass. Honestly, I, it's, it's hard to determine which one is going to help the other. Either the pass helps the run or the run helps the pass because – Either way, the offensive line needs help somehow. They need they need a change. They need a, a mentality change. They need something to open up at least one of those to open up the possibility of being decent at the other. Because right now, you try to run it, Anthony Grant or whoever's back there is getting met in the backfield. You try to pass it, Casey Thompson's getting his head taken off and his legs taken off from under him every single time he drops back. So it's it's just hard to figure out which one is going to open up first and which one's going to help open up the other one. Yeah, and there is the possibility. I mean, it's only six games into the uh, Riola regime, I guess, that this this line does improve, does get better. But just based on the, the, the previous years, I mean, the kind of the same guys in play there, we'll see if, they're, if they try to get a, a different – uh, look, you know, not the same guys on the offensive line. Maybe that can can kind of uh, spice things up. You know, Lutovsky got in there a little bit. Hunter Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe anything changed on the depth chart. I have to go back and look. I think we'd probably no. hear about that. No so, changes. Um, kind of expecting the same offensive line out there. Um, and and that's interesting though because they were rolling different guys out there throughout the game. We'll see if they do that again. Um, it, it's just it's just going to be. 
And again, that was part of the, the the problem with me with this whole vision at the beginning of the year, um, and and then the the idea that Scott Frost won the offseason is that you know sometimes we just look the other way on things that didn't go Nebraska's way. And the mm-hmm. offensive line, you know, they did you know they did get Kevin Williams, they did bring in Hunter Anthony, but you know they're not quite at the same level of bringing in a Trey Palmer and Anthony Grant. Um, you know, so they I thought they needed to address that offensive line a little bit more, and and we're kind of seeing that play out and uh, a change in coach. Maybe, maybe can help. Maybe you know, it, maybe a different coach would have helped more. Maybe a different coach would have helped less. But either way, if you're dealing with the same ingredients, you're probably going to get close to the same uh, result at the end. Yeah, it's hard to make something different if you got all the same things. But we do have a caller on the line. We've got Bob. Bob, welcome into the Ticket Water Cooler. What, what's up? Hey, you know, guys, I have not ever given up on this team, and you know we're two and zero right now. We're going to go three and zero this week, okay? But here's my key. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Make that quarterback uncomfortable. Hit him, hit him, and hit him again. Okay? Have quarterback for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay? <laughs> and, you know, I we got pressure the last two weeks. We made it uncomfortable. We got a few turnovers. Okay? Let's keep it going. Defense put the pressure on the quarterback. Put him in a cooker. Pressure cooker, and you know, uh, and you know, we're having trouble running the ball. Let's get the ball in space. You know, we don't need. You know, we don't. You know, let's get these. Uh, maybe you know, two three yard passes in open space. Make them go twenty yards. Okay, just as good as a run. So yeah, I like Nebraska. I like I like Coach Mickey. And, you know, the new sheriff in town, his deputy, you know, Bill Bush, love him as a defensive coordinator. We're taking game three. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Bob. <laughs> Thank you for the call. All that energy. That's, that's the type of energy they need, right? Absolutely. And he's not wrong. I mean, Nebraska could certainly, uh, you know, do well by, by getting guys in space, getting them the opportunities. But, uh, you know, maybe on the other side, that, that pressure that, that we're talking about. I, I think I'm kind of arriving to the point, and, and, and maybe it's unfair, but, you know, uh, again, we're halfway through the season, um, that I think I, I, I've kind of arrived to the point I think Garrett Nelson might be your best option there. Now, I'm not giving up on Ocean. I thought that he's been played uh, a little bit better as the last couple of weeks have uh, you know, kind of t- have turned out, and the defense has gotten better. I think he's been part of that. Um, but Garrett Nelson, I, I don't want it to get overshadowed, uh, has three and a half sacks, I think, in the last two weeks. I mean, he really is starting to turn it on, and these are kind of big situation sacks, too, at times when he's getting them. Um, and I think that it's a possibility. I still, you know, I don't necessarily think that this is uh, a great pass rush, but it, it's a, it can be enough to, to throw him off balance. That All that being said, Purdue's, you know, pretty used to um, going through a game, relying on the passing game. So they'll probably be a little less rattled than your typical team if you start to apply a little bit more pressure. Mm-hmm. That, that, that is true, and I, I agree with you. Garrett Nelson seems at this point to be the best one on that defense at getting to the quarterback. But in terms of, you know, applying pressure or, or doing things outside of just sacking the quarterback, I think O'Shawn Mathis has done uh, one of the better jobs. I mean, he's getting a ton of tackles every game. He has some some clutch tipped passes uh, against. He had a clutch tip pass against Indiana, and then the clutch, the extremely clutch tip pass against Rutgers that wiped out a pass interference call. So, in terms of you know, even if he's not getting to the quarterback, still affecting the game. Oshan Mathis is still doing that. Um, unfortunately, it, it's not coming in the sack numbers that everyone was probably expecting uh, coming from TCU. 
Well, and to be fair, Oshang too came in uh, pretty. I mean, he wasn't uh, he wasn't trying to bel- belittle that, those expectations. He was going for the sack record, which yep. as well you should. I, I kind of like that, but um, you know, I like that mentality. Uh, but uh, I don't know if it's going to end up with double digit sacks for him this year. But he's starting to look uh, a little bit more like the the product that you wanted uh, from TCU. All right, let's get into it. The uh, the alumni from from Purdue. I do this yes. every week. Look at the alumni. It's always kind of fun. And Purdue has. Some of the better alumni lists. It's a pretty darn good school out there. Uh, how about this? How many schools can say they have the first man to walk on the moon, Neil Armstrong, mm. Purdue graduate? Zero other schools. Zero just, other just schools. The one. That's correct. Just Only Purdue. Only one. I think they the have uh, uniforms dedicated to that. I don't know. I, I, I think, think I, saw, them, right? I saw them. I don't know when they wore them. But they look uh, pretty nice. I think they should wear them again. It's kind of cool when you do this, too, and, and I, I didn't really necessarily know this, but there's cer- certain schools that definitely, um, you know, that, that are kind of the focus points, the focal points of NASA and, and, and space exploration. Mm-hmm. Purdue, one of those schools, they have the first man to walk on the moon, also the most recent man to walk on the moon. Uh, Eugene Cernan, I believe was his name, uh, was only one of only three astronauts to travel to the moon on two occasions as well. Uh, so it's kind of interesting. They have two, uh, at least of those group, they have two of 12 people to have ever walked on the moon are Purdue graduates, the first one and the last one. So uh, Purdue, that's pretty cool. Purdue owns cool. the moon. Purdue owns the moon. That's, that's sorry. Right. That's, those are the rules. <laughs> Purdue owns the moon. Instead of the American flag, they should have just put down a big picture of Purdue Pete. Yep. Just, just standing there menacingly. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. They need train tracks on the moon. Now, let me ask you this, Rico. Do you think we've ever landed on the moon? Do you yes. think that these yes. Purdue graduates yes. actually have been on the moon? Yes. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, it's recording <laughs> Hollywood. Oh, no, shut up. They've been landing what? on the moon. Why would why would the, the entire world be in on this gigantic hoax? Why would Russia also be like, <laughs> oh, no, the United States beat us to the moon, and they had to do all these other things to to prove that they were a, a, a better country than the United States? Why would they be in on the hoax? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, it's difficult to disprove whether you've been on the moon or not. I, I don't know. I, I, They've I been just, on the moon. What, still, what are you going to say? I'm still not sure. I'm just still not sure if it's happened. They just like uh, threw them up in a rocket and then dropped them into the ocean. Is that, is that what we're saying? You know, everybody saw that on, <laughs> on, on television at the time. So, I don't yeah. know. Whatever, man. Yeah, who knows where they went? They might have just... Uh, they were on the moon. There's no, there's no <laughs> ifs, ands, or buts about or it. They were on the moon. All right. All right. The well, earth is round, and they landed on the moon. <laughs> All right? You weirdos. All right. How about some other Purdue graduates? We'll go away from space exploration. How about this? The inventor of the chicken nugget, Robert C. Baker. I think we all have mm. appreciated some chicken nuggets over the thank years. You, <laughs> thank you, Purdue. Thank you, Purdue. Every time you eat a chicken nugget, thank, thank you, Purdue. They need to have a helmet Baker. with a chicken nugget on it. <laughs> yeah, they gotta, they gotta, yeah, they gotta embrace all their former alumni here. Uh, how about uh, uh, Tang Xiaoxin, which I'm sure I'm saying wrong, but he's actually the father of China's nuclear program. Oh, Purdue graduate. Cool. Spent over 20 years working secretly with a team of young scientists on the development of nuclear and hydrogen bomb for China. Oh, good for him. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of. It's very cool. I didn't necessarily expect to see that that's on the a, list, but that's a weird one. He decided to go to Purdue for a few years. Yeah. Good job, Purdue. You could, thank you, Purdue, be- you could thank Purdue for that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, and there are some uh, not notable alumni at the end that I'll get to as well. Oh, beautiful. Um, are you a big Stranger Things guy? Do you watch any of that? I have not watched a single second of Stranger Things, and I feel like I'm missing out on a big part of, of 
history. Of culture right yeah, now. Of yeah, cultural history. I, I agree with you. I haven't watched Stranger Things either, um, but Millie Bobby Brown, who is a Stranger Things actress, uh, also went to Purdue. I don't know much. I was I was hoping you said yes. I know much about M- Millie Bobby Brown, but I've heard the name. I know Millie Bobby Brown is a very talented actress. She yeah. is from the UK. I could be wrong. I don't want to be wrong. She she sounds like she's from the UK. I feel like that's <laughs> I feel like that's slightly. I don't know. That's part of being a good actress. Yeah. Um, she went to Purdue, so I don't yeah. know. So I don't know, but she is a really good actress. <laughs> I know that. Well, there you go. Uh, how about uh, how about another one of Purdue's favorites, Orville Redenbacher? Yes. Yes. Thank uh, you, Purdue. Great popcorn. They really, uh, really. All right, you great might be back at my good graces, promoter. Purdue. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that that father of, nu- of China's nuclear program kind of threw that you one. Off a that one bit. took me down a little bit. I wasn't sure. They got chicken nuggets, and I was like, yes. And then China's nuclear program, and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, hey, whoa, <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, Orville Redenbacher didn't create popcorn, but he did probably do the best job promoting it. I yeah, think. yeah, he probably. Yeah, did. so we'll give him we'll give him credit for that. Uh, many people know Jim Gaffigan actually played on the Purdue football team. No uh, comedian comedian who likes chicken nuggets himself. I think he played on the Purdue football team. He did before. Yeah, I don't believe it. He doesn't I'm not going like, to say he doesn't look he's like lettered a or is an all yeah. American. Or anything, <laughs> but he was there. But <laughs> he was there. Go look. He, he, wore, he wore pads and a helmet. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm not sure how how extensively he played, or if he was a walk on or anything I'm gonna like look, that. I'm going to look up his football stats. Y- yeah, you can definitely find a picture of him in a Purdue uniform. I know that much. Uh, Chuck Armstrong, pre- president of the Seattle Mariners. Uh, there's not much more to say about that, but he went to Purdue. Don Thompson, CEO of McDonald's, maybe working a little bit there with uh, the inventor of the chicken nugget to come mm-hmm. up with McNuggets. Maybe I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, a couple other names uh, more in the sports realm. Uh, John Wooden, basketball Hall of Fame honoree as both player and a coach, probably the best coach of all time. Obviously, for all his uh, just dominating run at UCLA, actually played. Basketball at Purdue as well. I feel like that ruins it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? I, no, it was just supposed to be all all UCLA. No, no, he's a Purdue guy. Mm, dislike it. They probably feel like they should have probably had. Yeah, you might have might have should have hired him. Yeah, <laughs> that's their big uh, that's their big miss. That's a whoopsie. Uh, guys, they probably aren't too worried about Kevin Sumlin. Went to Purdue. I, hey, Kevin Sumlin Kevin has Sumlin. a better record at Texas A&M than uh, Jimbo Fisher. So there's well, go that. Go look at his record at Arizona. That's irrelevant, okay? <laughs> that's not what we're talking that's not about. As good. We're talking about the same school, all right? <laughs> uh, also, Kunzo Martin, I believe I say his name, from the Missouri basketball coach. Cool. Purdue graduate, yeah. Good for him. I don't know much so, about Missouri basketball. No, you shouldn't. Uh, but <laughs> I stopped paying attention once uh, Kareem Rush left uh, way back in the mid-2000s. Sad. Yeah. Uh, also, Mike Allstott. Now, there's plenty yeah. of guys to go down the line, right? Uh, we could point out all the different. But I, I feel like Mike Allstott, no matter what, just deserves some recognition because he is the fullback. That's a good one. That's a really good one. <laughs> Purdue's all-time leading rusher, actually. You talk about big guys out of the backfield. That's all they Mike have. Alston. They don't get little, little tiny, teeny, tiny running backs. They only get big running backs and then teeny, tiny receivers. Feed them well. So good work on that. Uh, quickly, they're, uh, they're not great alumni so much. Eric Justin Toth uh, was a fugitive on the FBI 10 most wanted list. He actually replaced uh, Osama bin Laden on the most wanted list in 2012. Uh, he was captured in, in in Nicaragua, though, so don't worry. In 2013, oh, okay. he, he's oh. not out. Shout out to Purdue. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, Sarah Jo Pender, uh, she went to Purdue for a while. A convicted murder in prison escapee. Ah, prison also escape. On a, 
Yeah. Is also, that a class you can take at Purdue? Wanted. What? Is that a class you can take at Purdue? <laughs> Apparently, if you want to be among the America's most wanted or walk on the moon, you know, Purdue's a good spot yeah, for either one. it's one or the other. That's what they call those are your only <laughs> options. Uh, they also had a man that was arrested for threatening uh, the life of uh, U.S. President George W. Bush. Uh, Vikram Budi actually is, I, I think is how you say his name, Budai. Uh, anyways, he was, uh, he was a teacher's assistant at Purdue. He hacked the Yahoo IDs of thousands of Purdue University students and then used those stackhold IDs to spread anti-Bush, anti-war messages across Yahoo discussion boards uh, using an automated software program known as Bot. Um, so damn, they've had some trouble there. At Shout Purdue out as to well. Purdue, I guess. <laughs> FBI, That's my favorite part of the. You alumni. get an it's FBI fun. most wanted list and a and a president <laughs> threatener. Those got to be classes. I mean, there's no way you just do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's some maniacal uh, minds over there. Something's at going Purdue. on. I don't know. Purdue. <laughs> Someone needs to look into Purdue Pete. All right, he looks creepy already. Yeah, it could it could just be Purdue Pete. Maybe those are the mascots. He stared. They stared up. into his eyes long enough, and then things just <laughs> went off the rails. <laughs> All right, that'll wrap it up for a look at the alumni. We're still out here. This is the Ticket Water Cooler live from Wingstop at 50th and O. Come on down and try a brand-new chicken sandwich, or you can have uh, some of their chicken wings. Of course, they have great uh, fries, uh, corn, whatever you really want out here at, uh, at Wingstop. Delicious menu options to choose from. Uh, we'll take a quick break, uh, and uh, we'll uh, talk a little more about Nebraska-Purdue uh, to wrap things up here on the Ticket Water Cooler. Maybe look at some of the past matchups, because I feel like especially the Bo Pelini games get forgotten about. So maybe we'll do that. Coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket.